Welcome to the Course in Miracles podcast. Before the ayahuasca, before the Before the clear blue skies. I will not uh, bore you with the story again of the God song. You can actually find the God song on Bandcamp, davek1.bandcamp.com. Somebody bought the God song for $10, like, I don't know, six weeks ago. That was awesome. I'll take 10 bucks for one of my songs. Thank you to whomever that was, because I think I was plugging it on here. Anyway, um, I think you might be able to just get it for free. I think you gather by this point that I'm not trying to solicit you in any way, shape, or form. Anyway, um, thanks for listening. And I am in, I'm still with my, I'm still in Atlanta. I'm in the, I'm staying in the woods. I took my electric one wheel skateboard out into the woods today and got totally lost on the trails. It was amazing. It's, it's an amazing thing to feel like you are lost in America in 2023, to feel like you're really lost. You know, and I, I knew I wasn't really lost and I had a phone, but this thing that I ride, the one wheel, it was running out of, the battery was dying and, you know, there's a good chance that I would have had to, you know, haul this 28 pound thing back from, you know, a couple miles away or whatever. Um, and I didn't know where I was really exactly and my phone was dying and I had somewhere to be and there was this panicky feeling and I was like, oh, wow, this is, I feel like I'm lost. And it's hard to get lost in America in 2023. Although I think I was talking the other day about how it's less hard than you, than you think. Cause I was, I was on a deserted road in California a couple of, about a week, a little over a week ago. And that was trippy as well. Like there are no people here. It's a very gigantic country. It's a very gigantic World. I just read this book called Lost in the Valley of Death about this this like adventure dude named Justin who went into the Himalayas and disappeared in this valley called the Parvati Valley where all these tourists have disappeared over the years and uh, like adventure, not like tourists, but more like adventurers have disappeared in this secluded valley of the Himalayas and it's really, it's, I thought that there was going to be this like mystical component, like the valley ate him or something, or he walked into a cloud and never came back, or he discovered the lost city of Shambhala and decided to stay there. But really it was like, he just kind of befriended this sketchy quote unquote, holy man and was maybe selling hash. And so he probably just got killed. So when I bought the book, I was thinking like, I was kind of expecting I I was kind of expecting there for there to be this mystical supernatural component like the spirit of the Himalayas swallowed him or something but really it's like no it's just some sketchy dude it's just some sketchy Indian quote unquote holy man that prays on Taurus who probably murdered him I think that guy got actually found hanged in his cell so there's like this corruption element thing to it but. I just gave away the entire book, Lost in the Valley of Death. But I gave it away on the premise that, you know, you don't really get what you're sort of expecting to get from it. When you when I picked it up, I was like, ooh, Lost in the Valley of Death. It's referring to the Bermuda, equating it with the Bermuda Triangle. It just Bermuda Triangle, I think, like swallows things, swallows airplanes and ships. Again, this is just some like sketchy people and there were drugs involved and stuff. Don't do drugs, by the way. 
Um, that being said, there apparently is this, you know, secret city of Shambhala or country of Shambhala hidden in the Himalayas. And you read that book and you discover that the Himalayas are just beyond magnificent. It's like, I think they run 1,500 miles from one, one side to the other, and they're just massive. And if you've spent any time in the Rocky Mountains, you I, I can't imagine the Rocky Mountains are so incredibly gigantic and awe-inspiring and beautiful. And being, even if you're at a ski resort and you're like on the top of like a mountain that you took a chairlift to get to the top to, to top of, um, you look out over them and you're just like, oh my God, because so much of it is just completely untapped. There's just nobody out there, nothing. It's kind of uninhabitable, you could argue, a lot of it. And just imagining um, mountains twice that tall, (laughs) twice that tall, and that cover a greater greater distance. So I'm not sure. I've I've had a very, (laughs) I'm not sure where I'm going with this. Earth is big. I got lost on a one wheel in outside of Atlanta. That's kind of where it where it came from. The South is beautiful. Uh, the South is mystical. The South is so many things. And you know, this world, it's not this country in particular, it's not as divided as the powers that be. And I'm not gonna I'm gonna try not to go out on a, a political tangent here. It's not as divided as the the powers that be in the media will have you believe. It just isn't. You know, I just I had a beautiful day with my my niece. I went to her gymnastics meet today, and black people, white people, brown people, every kind of people hanging out in a gym together, getting along. Nobody's racist. Maybe they are a little bit because maybe maybe everybody is a little bit and it's fine and everybody's basically friends and you know the 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 coach of the other one of the other teams is this black guy who is this amazing, you know, gymnast apparently back in the day and highly 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 respected by all people, you know, all the people there see him as the stand-up member of the community and then I went to a soccer game for my nephew uh, this afternoon and, you know, white people, brown people, black people, every kind of people hanging out, watching a little kid's sporting event and cheering for their team and cheering for their sons and their nephews and their, you know, getting the, the kids are being cheered by their brothers and their sisters and everybody's hanging out in this field and being loving and respectful towards one another, basically. And that is... That is the, you know, I just, that, that's the way it really is. That's the way it really is. It's really not that bad of a place, you know? It's really not that bad of a place. And don't fall victim to, um, which I certainly have. You can hear, you know, if you listen to me on my other podcast, don't, don't fall victim to, you know, what they're trying to, what they're trying to tell you because it's not that... It's not that bad of a place. I had a beautiful multicultural day, you know. That's the thing about California where I live. SoCal, there's like literally, I mean, I go days if not weeks without seeing a black person, maybe even not a, like a like a brown person, like an Asian. It's all white people, <laughs> all white people. I used to live in this town called Rogers Park. Um, 
we're in this area of Chicago called Rogers Park, which was the apparently the single most diverse neighborhood in the entire world. It was beautiful. It was like colorblind. It was just like everybody just kind of hung out. That's how it is most places, you know? Anyway, I'm going to get off my tangent there and move into this lesson. It's a little bit longer. I'm just going to read through it because it's 10 o'clock at night and... You know, I had a I had a breakthrough in love today. So this is what I'm going to talk a little bit more before I get into the lesson. The um, love people often equate love with feelings. Like, oh, I love him or I love her, and I have these feelings. Like, that's not love. Love is a state. Late love is a state of being. It is a way of being. Right. So when I went and saw my niece kicking ass and taking names at this gymnastics meet. I was overcome. Like I was overcome with emotion. And that's the, the feeling aspect of love, right? I was like holding back tears. So I was so proud of her because she just works so hard. She's just this badass little girl. You know what I mean? And, and, um, but the, the love, the love dictated how that would go. So love says, okay, Dave, you're here visiting and the meet the gymnastics meet is three hours long and it's a half hour drive both ways, each way. Right. And when you get done with this meet, you're going to be exhausted. And then there's a soccer game later this afternoon. And because you love them and because you want to have a breakthrough in love, you're going to go with a smile on your freaking face. And I did. And so that's, that's love. Right. And sportsmanship is loving. I didn't know this, but sportsmanship is actually a virtue. And like the 64 Catholic virtues, sportsmanship is a virtue. Right. So I didn't know that. So that's, I'm not sure what the corresponding vice is, but it's really amazing to hang out in the spirit of goodwill, like with other people and the spirit of healthy competition, particularly amongst young kids, you know, like younger kids who are all exhibiting, for the most part, sportsmanlike conduct. It's beautiful. Okay, lesson 106, let me be still. This is a great lesson, by the way. Let me be still and listen to the truth. If you will lay aside your, the ego's voice, however loudly it may seem to call, if you will not accept its petty gifts that give you nothing that you really want, if you will listen with an open mind that has not told you what salvation is, then you will hear the mighty voice of truth. Quiet in, quiet in power strong in stillness, and completely certain in its messages. Listen and hear your father speak to you through his appointed voice, which silences the thunder of the meaningless and shows the way to peace to those who cannot see. Be still today and listen to the truth. Be not deceived by voices of the dead, which tell you They have found the source of life and offer it to you for your belief. Attend them not, but listen to the truth. Be not afraid today to circumvent the voices of the world. Walk lightly past their meaningless persuasion. Hear them not. Be still today and listen to the truth. So an example of the voices of the world, that would be kind of like the voices that are telling you it's all divided and everybody hates each other. Those are the voices of the world, right? So be still today and listen to the truth. Go past all things which do not speak of him who holds your happiness within his hand, held out to you in welcome and in love. Hold only him today and do not wait to reach him longer. Hear one voice today. 
Today's the promise. Today, the promise of God's word is kept. Hear and be silent. He would speak to you. He comes with miracles a thousand times as happy and as wonderful as those you ever dreamed or wished for in your dreams. Damn, that is beautiful. Read that again. He comes with miracles a thousand times as happy and as wonderful as those you ever dreamed or wished for in your dreams. His miracles are true. They will not fade when dreaming ends. They end the dream instead and last forever. For they come from God to hear to his dear son, whose other name is you. Prepare yourself for miracles today. Today, allow your father's ancient pledge to you and all your brothers to be kept. Hear him today and listen to the world, which lifts the veil that lies upon the earth and wakes all those who sleep and cannot see. God calls to them through you. He needs your voice to speak to them, for who could reach God's Son except his Father calling through yourself? Hear him today and offer him your voice to speak to all the multitude who wait to hear the world that he will speak today. Be ready for salvation. It is here and will today be given unto you. And you will learn your function from the one who claims or who chose it in your father's name for you. Listen today and you will hear a voice which will resound throughout the world through you. The bringer of all miracles has need that you receive them first and thus becomes the joyous giver of what you received. This is beautiful. That's beautiful. The bringer of all miracles has need that you receive them first and thus becomes the joyous giver of what you received. So in other words, God is just waiting to give you miracles. He needs for you to receive them. Thus does salvation start and thus it ends. When everything is yours and everything is given away, it will remain with you forever. And the lesson has been learned. Today we practice giving, not the way you understand it now, but as it is. Each hour's exercises should begin with this request for your enlightenment. I will be still and listen to the truth. What does it mean to give and to receive? Ask and expect an answer. Your request is one whose answer has been waiting long to be received by you. It will begin the ministry for which you came and which will free the world from thinking giving is a way to lose. Givers gain, in other words. And so the world becomes ready to understand and to receive. Be still and listen to the truth today. For each five minutes spent in listening, a thousand minds are open to the truth, and they will hear the holy word you hear. And when the hour is past, you will again release a thousand more who pause to ask that truth be given them along with you. So we're impacting thousands of people, in other words. I believe that's what that's saying. Yeah, a thousand minds are open to the truth, and they will hear the, the holy word you hear. Today, the holy word of God is kept through your receiving it to give away. So you can teach the world what giving means by listening and learning it of him. Do not forget today to reinforce your choice to hear and to receive the word by his reminder given to yourself as often as it is possible today. Let me be still and listen to the truth. I am the messenger of God today. My voice is his to give what I 
receive. Beautiful stuff. Don't worry about doing it perfectly. Just do your best. I did have this beautiful, miraculous moment at the gymnastics meet today where I was, my, my niece was going to do her floor routine. She's a, she's a very good gymnast. She's 10 years old. She's a very good gymnast. And, and I was just sending her love, you know, praying, hey, dear, you know, God bless her on her routine, help her to, you know, protect her, send your, her guardian angels to watch over her and, you know, just typical prayer, sending blessings to my niece before she does her routine. So I'm talking to God about my niece, in other words. She goes out, just does this awesome tumbling routine, just totally kills it. It was so amazing to watch. I can't believe that that person is related to me. It's freaking awesome. And um, and then the scores come in, and she's got the highest score out of all the girls in the in that event so far. She won the event. She actually won the entire meet. But the the name on the scoreboard, there's like a digital scoreboard right up on the wall. And it says her name, and above her, the name above her is H Power, capital H, capital P, H Power. So in other words, higher power. Because <laughs> everybody in recovery calls, you know, most people, a lot of people refer to God as their higher power. So I say this prayer, she kills the routine, does an amazing job, and then there's her name right underneath higher power, or H Power, HP. Beautiful. And I just got this feeling of God winking at me. I got this feeling of God or as if God was winking at me. And it was a beautiful thing. God bless you. Have a beautiful day. Talk to you tomorrow. God song. One, two, three, four. Before the ayahuasca, before the clear blue skies and before the great awakening, there were demons disguised as angels in shiny foily packets containing China heroin. The cheapest vodka bottles, the filthy escapades, my morning hustle on the train. And the angels watching over me, the God that I could never see as I wandered alone through city streets. And the whores, the whores, the whores were my friends. The hookers and the junkies and the other deviants, they beat me to submission till I cast aside my demons and that's when it came shining through dusty blinds in a dim lit room and I saw the light I saw the light I saw the light I saw the light it was that Sweet, 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 the sweetest of surrenders. Sweet, 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 the sweetest of surrenders. Sweet, 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 the sweetest of surrenders. Get it any way you can. Get it any way you can. And I don't need no motherfucking Bible to show me the errors of my ways. But may God bless you if you keep one by your bedside. I hope it you to heaven one day I hope it gets you to heaven one day I hope it gets you to heaven one day and I ain't gonna argue with no atheist because my truth is my truth is my truth is my truth